0: if y'all tuning in, make sure you share the link, everybody.
1: Of course. We're right now, we're shouting out live to our Mixler, Mixler Live fam. Of course, we're shouting out live to our iTunes listeners. Yes, sir. And anybody else who's catching this show on any platform right here, it's your
0: boy DJ Spider the Down. of course, DJ... Yeah, Trini D. They call me Trini D. It's Thursday Night School. Thursday what up, Night School. What's up, baby? Thank y'all for tuning in, man. So we were just talking about it. It's been an emotional few days. It's going to be... Gonna be an emotional conversation for me personally, but but we'll get into it in a little bit. You know what I mean?
1: Of course. Um, first things first, you wanna give a shout out to uh, Nipsey Hussle's family. Of Absolutely. course, the funeral was today, this it Thursday. Was. They put think, him to rest. And it was live, actually. They were showing it live. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm unfortunately, I was at the workplace, you know what I'm saying? But of course, I caught little clips and pieces there. Of course, you can go back on uh, YouTube and catch the clips of people speaking at the family's behalf. Yeah. And uh, I watched. Snoop Dogg speech. Uh shouts out to Christopher Marciano too tuning in. And I also watched uh Lauren London's. Oh really? So um, Damn. I, I didn't get I didn't of course I didn't get, get all the way through Lauren London's, but it was getting really emotional. Um, of course, as you would expect for Lauren London to be really emotional at that time. Absolutely. Um, but it was honestly a beautiful celebration of life that I wish if I'm that fortunate to have a, a A group of people around me that I'll be able to have that type of love and effort and outcry and outreach shown to me and my family at that time of. point. You know,
0: people kind of trip out sometimes about live streaming and broadcasting a funeral and things like that. But I think if you have that type of power, you have that type of reach to people. That's beautiful, man. Um, And I would expect nothing less from what we've seen with the people Mm -hmm. showing love to Nipsey and the whole family. So I'm happy, man. I'm happy that we got to they got to broadcast it. How was what you saw, Lauren London's speech? though? was it was everything that you probably thought it was? I'm it, it was.
1: It was very everything that you would think would be going through a significant other's head at the time, a moment. Dang. Um, if you, you know, you kind of you kind of understand what I'm saying. It's it's not it's not one of those things where you're like uh, she she's trying to milk it or whatever, which you would never think. No, absolutely, you would never accuse her of it. I'm, I'm saying absolutely not. But what I'm saying is really it was just kind of just the things where. The, the emotion that you want her to, you would expect her to show is there. Yeah. You, the, the, the hurt, the, the frustration, uh, the, the, the trying, not really trying to understand, but coping. Yeah. But coping with the understanding of what, what major part of her life is missing. Yeah. So I, I loved the emotion shown. And even Snoop Dogg, when he was, when he was talking, he was at some points breaking down. Yeah. Um, he was holding it together, but you can kind of hear his voice where he, if he wanted, if he, if he would let himself go, he would have went. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. But it was it was at a point where I loved that what he had to say. I love what London had to say. I mean, Lauren London, part part of my language. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, but I love what she had to say. Um, everybody was referencing to the fact what his mom uh, came out there and how she spoke uh, on on Instagram and how people really needed that word yeah 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 that 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 positivity and that that um what i want to say that that grounding yeah that they that, that everybody needed so
0: i think it was just good for just Crunch on general like when have they ever had such a big you know unification like that you know when is like the hood really like just come together along with famous people and shit like that you know nipsey knew everybody but it, it was just beautiful to see that unification you know um you you always see that for the respected OGs, they mm-hmm. put the guns down type shit. You know they they be sending out messages like, hey, put your guns down this weekend type shit. So when you see that piece, man, I, I just love it. Um, I'm, I'm glad that we're paying homage to him in the right way. That yeah. that's just a, a good thing to see when an OG like Nipsey dies, man. But you know, shout out to that whole funeral. Um, uh, not to the people that was trying to sell those tickets to the funeral. Cause yeah, that's, that's that, just, that was that's honestly that was that was lame. Bro. That's honestly low as hell if you really think about it. Like there's a famous icon legendary rapper just died and you're trying to make a buck off of it. A buck fifty off man, nah man. You and better. and
1: the way they, they restricted the tickets to make it sure that people who wanted to be there mm-hmm. especially they, they limited it to the California side if you were trying to be a public person. Yeah. Uh because you know they, they had to have people people from the street had to be there. We represented. Because Nipsey was such a face of his the role in the 60s gang organization Absolutely. being a representative to the world of what a good gang member looks like, a positive gang member looks like. Um that shot callers, you know what I'm saying? YG's group had crew had to be there because YG and yeah. YG was a part of his 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 crowd. Games uh click had to be out there because he were really close with with uh with Nipsey even though they were from a, a rival, I guess not really a rival gang say so even though they're bloods, you know some bloods and cribs get along, let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um they're from different parts of LA. Um they had to make sure that people were front and center to be there, and that that like you were saying, people were getting the tickets for free and reselling it. Yeah,
0: trying to make a buck. Trying like, to make a buck, a quick lick off of that. So that's just disrespectful. Y'all probably going to hell, so it's all good. I don't. We don't got to talk about them. They done. Like they already know what they, the price they paid, the morals yeah. that they lost, paying for, yeah. to, to trying to sell some tickets to a funeral. So, shit. And the one thing I like to see is that uh, some of my friends I have
1: in L. A. Um, like Brooke D, who's a, actually a singer, songwriter, who went to school here at, uh, at a Full Sail, one of my full, fellow Full Sailors. She actually went and paid her respects at uh, That's real. the memorial at Nipsey Hussle. That's so real as fuck, man. People who from LA are going out there. The I don't know if you got to see that actually the Nation of Islam out there went and showed love, which was.
0: Wow. Yeah, so... That's powerful. It's
1: very powerful. Powerful. So, um they went out there in full full regalia. Oh, of and, course, of course. And marched there and put a picture of, uh, and everything on there. And of course, if you knew Nipsey Hussle, he was a very spiritual person. He may not, may not have been religious. Yeah. But he was very spiritual. Real quick, shout out to Miss Pauline, uh, Columbus, Mississippi. I'll be coming to visit this weekend. What up, what up? And um, I'm looking forward to getting back to uh, the city where I basically became a man so
0: nice, nice anyway nice. so back yeah, to nipsey
1: out. hustle what, what what was your thoughts what are you expecting when you go back and see this what do, what would you want to see uh being represented Cause i only saw a couple of clips i don't know everything that happened yeah but what would you want to see at the nipsey hustle awake uh, wake
0: um especially because i didn't watch it I, i'm definitely going to check out some clips um first of foremost, most shots to our boys Raiden two-step checking this out um tell us what y'all think about this funeral if you if you peaked it if you saw some clips um I, I just I know everything I'm gonna see. I know it was gonna be respectful. I know it was gonna be deep. I know the pain and emotion we about to see. Um the only thing that I really it's not just in his wake or in his funeral. The only thing I just wanna see is I want if it's Eric Holder, whoever the hell it is, I need justice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like need closure. Bruh, we we live in excuse me, day and age where we got uh too many people and too many witnesses and too many Technology, the surveillance video that we all saw that was just disgusting. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we got so much stuff to make sure that this dude needs to get caught. So, I don't think that we need to see justice for this case. So, but I think the funeral was probably well done. I just think to really close that chapter, we got to get this dude either in in jail locked up or stomped on or something because Mm -hmm. we can't let this dude just die like that, man. Yeah. Not not in front of the store.
1: Totally understand uh, how your sentiment on that. I think it. We all think it should be an open-shut case. Yeah. Um, a more um, update on that. The prosecutor that was... The, the person who's defending Eric Holder is actually the former prosecutor of O.J.
0: Simpson's case. He's a he's a famous guy. He's a famous guy, For but doing those types of... Yeah, for those types of the cases. The bad guy cases. And
1: we don't know who uh, attained... gate uh, Got uh, paid for that service for Eric Holder. One thing I want to say is everybody deserves a right to defend themselves in court no matter what they did. Unfortunately, it sounds like I'm not trying to defend him, but I'm saying everybody has that natural God-given right to have some type of defense or some type of time to give their side of the story.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, At the end of the day, like like Trini said, we deserve and we all should demand justice for the injustices that occurred. Um, Nipsey Hussle's family demands should deserve justice. Nipsey Hussle's, not just his mom and dad, but extended family. And one thing I like to say about Nipsey Hussle is that we only think about, a lot of people only think about what he meant to California or the rolling 60s or just West Coast hip hop. But one thing I I loved about him is that he was a student of his heritage. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. He's Eritrean, if you don't know. uh, That was a, that's a, a ethnic group. That pretty much they have a country, but they kind of are refugees at the same time with Ethiopia. Yeah. And for a long time, there was a big refugee crisis within Ethiopia about the about the uh, Eritreans. And um, he learned about his heritage, and his dad pretty much taught him about his heritage. He's been he's been to Eritrea multiple times. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't speak the language, but he's definitely been there and saw what the life was like, and he definitely was making bigger strides to not just affect his local neighborhood, but to also affect his place where his family is from. So, a lot of people, I want people to think it's a lot, the world's a lot bigger than just what you're
0: trying to accomplish. Like, his stuff was so much bigger than yeah. music. His it's stuff a lot was bigger so than much, your neighborhood. It's bigger than the hood. And that's what I was going to say. Like, people thought when you talk about he did it for his home, it was bigger than just the hood. It was bigger than just Crenshaw. Yeah. He's going back to his blood. So, and that's why you got the, the Nation of Islam showing up and everything. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's powerful because they understood what he really was. So, um, that's why I bring it back to the justice thing, man. We just got to see. Him get laid to rest and some justice done,
1: and I think it's important for justice to get done because if if justice doesn't get hurt, served here, and they allow him to possibly Eric Holder to walk away with a slap on the wrist,
0: mm-hmm. which I, we we both say is not going to happen. Nah, the streets ain't having it. I am going to say. If, if if it ain't coming from the judge, he gonna get stomped on, bro. I promise yeah. you, something's gonna happen. It's stomped.
1: not. It's not just gonna be stomped. <laughs> it's something worse <laughs> than stomping, real. bro. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. But um, once again, um we did have that conversation uh now we have kind of a little bit of closure that's happening now for the family i, I i'm not sure where when they'll if they're going to do an extra viewing or if they're going to do extra situations but i think he might be getting later rest sometime either to, later today yeah. or tomorrow i'm not sure cuz uh that the clippers game was the day before last night and they actually did a quick turnaround set up Staples center for this funeral they itself they
0: did they did that was respect so um, I mean if you get a chance to see it just check it out just to pay respects and I mean even if you can't if you're if you in that area too you know if, if our shit is getting reached out there yeah
1: if anybody from LA is hearing us go please, show us some love and send it out love on behalf of Thursday Night School please
0: please please God bless rest in peace Nipsey
1: rest in peace Nipsey and uh, of course I would like to remind everybody to please go out there continue to stream his music the music is he owned 100% of his masters the music goes to his pretty much goes to his family his kids for sure. that legacy that's getting passed on for sure and uh if you can still please go buy a marathon t shirt, a crenshaw t shirt. Yeah. So do anything you can do to support the brand. Um I wanna make sure that uh we do our little bit that we can do if we can't do if we can't purchase it ourselves that somebody under the power of our voice may be able to uh do that same thing.
0: All right. All right, let's let's it, turn it up a little bit. Turn it up a little bit. So we're talking about closure. Closure. We're talking about closure. It's been on the flip side a really, really Good sign of closure. Good yes. closing chapter for one of my biggest, biggest idols and role models in my life, son. Oh, my goodness. You know who I'm talking about, don't you? I know. I <clears> na- know. Oh, my Number God. Number three. Flash, baby. Oh, my goodness. I'm talking about Dwayne Tyrone Jr. Wade of the Miami Hold Heat. Hold up!
1: This man knows all that man's name. Oh, names. don't let
0: me pull up the staff. Let me go in my bag for oh, Dwayne Wade, Oh, the baby. man's name Yo, first and foremost, the Thursday night government. School. You know what I'm saying? This the One Last Dance, Dwayne Wade shirt, life brand. This is his actual brand. I'm representing on Thursday night school. Of course, of course. One Last Dance, of course. Let, let me know about the shoes,
1: brother. Let me know but about the I shoes. But
0: then I got the way of Wade's on. You oh. know what I'm saying? I got to <laughs> represent Dwayne Wade <laughs> real straight quick. Straight on the table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. That's just how we got to look for it. I'm just saying. Yo, nobody does, red it.
1: Watch. nobody does it like we do. We put our feet on the table and
0: everything, Ignant, bro. This Florida. They don't it's know about us. Straight Florida on them. So, nah, I'm representing for Wade because last night was Dwayne Wade's last game of on course. the Miami Heat. Um, He had a one last dance tour, is what he called it. Mm. He decided to announce at the beginning of the season, basically just the last tour. And, man, I could not have asked for anything better. Um, if anybody in here is a Heat fan or even just knew anything about basketball, you saw the clips from what he did throughout the whole season. And after all the controversy, if people don't know, he went to Chicago, he went to Cleveland, he came back to Miami specifically to really retire. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just beautiful, man. Like we welcomed him back with open arms. He did such a great last season, man. Um, there's so many buzzer beaters he did. He had that one against Golden State. Um, there's so many great plays that he did. We almost made it to the playoffs, but like at the end, we realized that that season wasn't about the playoffs. Oh, Magic! Hey, we'll get to there in a second. <laughs> it wasn't about the playoffs for Miami Heat. It was really about sending off Dwayne Wade, a 16-year right veteran, way. in the right way. I don't think I've ever seen, uh, you know, semi-flashy last year, yeah. but also go so passionately humble. I um, I'd like to say one thing: even if I am an Orlando Magic fan,
1: even if I am a person who watched him on a play against us, yeah. You still have to give him respect for how much time he put in, what he meant to the city of Miami. It, when, when, when people say, oh, the, the heat, or they say Dade County, it's, no, when you talk about the heat, it's the county of Wade. Absolutely. When you get, get the whole city behind you to say that.
0: To say your whole name.
1: hold Your whole name, <laughs> and actually be able to, to root for you, root against you, but still love you. It's beautiful. And I don't, I don't think anybody should have any issue with him going to Cleveland because he wanted to go play with his friend. the a guy who supported him when he needed him most. Absolutely, he, he went. He went to go see, check, take care of his friend, and help him win.
0: The same thing with Chicago. That's his hometown. That's his hometown. So I don't you can't be mad at that. Anybody was mad at that. I was just mad because he was with Jimmy Butler and Rondo. I'm like, that's a good ass squad. I'm like, but they,
1: <laughs> nothing painted paint out. Nothing happened. Thank
0: God. But <laughs> it was just great to see him come back. It was great to see just what he did, how passionately he did it. He had the jersey swap, which he did with pretty much every big player of every team. He started doing it, and he said it took on a thing of his own. Yeah. You know, he really just gave it to certain players that were, you know, he felt respected for. Um, there ended up being that Budweiser advertisement that I know everybody saw. Yeah, it was Oh, act- tears, bro.
1: Yeah, Ray, Ray talking about his allergies was acting. We know he was really crying, <laughs> Ray. We know he was really boo
0: hooing right there. Yeah, don't lie. Yo, yeah, Ray just—it's oh, just crazy. So, um, seeing that though is yeah. really what made me so happy because like everything that they showed in that commercial, I've been following Dwayne Wade since mm. day one. So, uh, the thing that got me was the Parkland shooting. You know, um, I'm from Broward County where that shooting happened. So to see that he immediately, the whole Heat squad had that, their logo on the on jerseys, and he put, mm. you know, dude's name on the shoe. So just seeing that, we talked about how Nipsey was bigger than music. Dwayne Wade's quote was, it's bigger than basketball. Um, so really just seeing that whole bigger than basketball in real life and oh. seeing what he's done after it, um, it's crazy, man. Like, there really will never be another player like him. Um, not only that, there really will never be a good player like that on the Miami Heat. So, like, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do for the next 20 years of my life. I would like to say that uh, I don't
1: think we'll see – he was a two-guard, right? Yeah, Uh, two-guard. Pardon me, guys. I I don't think we'll ever see a player with with that same level, besides him and LeBron, I don't think we'll ever see players – because the way the league is turning into right now, I don't think we'll ever see players like them – Means so much to a community. Absolutely, because like we talk about Michael Jordan, he wasn't really, he didn't mean he he was he was a part of Chicago, but he didn't mean as much to Chicago as LeBron means to Cleveland. You know what I mean?
0: Or Dwayne Dwayne, or, or Dwayne Wade to means to, to Miami, or Dirk to even Dallas. Dirk to Dallas. And I agree. Uh,
1: and we also uh, uh we also lost Dirk Dirk Nowitzki, but of course, right, of course, we're talking about Dwayne Wade right now. But Dirk <laughs> Nowitzki, Dirk Nowitzki. Actually, uh, retired as well. He did, he, sa- he saved his uh, announcement for the end of the season. It was it was known, you know, yeah. people
0: kind of like under the water he, knew he, he was showing out his last game too. He, he had a great game, man, and I think what was beautiful to me was. I mean Miami Heat and Dallas Mavericks they've met in the finals about like 3 times. Yeah. We've had a lot of different turnouts. Um it's funny to me because when Dwayne Wade was at Dallas Mavericks for his last game there, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. were cheering for him. And I'm like that's how strong this shit goes, you know. Even at his last game last night in Brooklyn, they were cheering for him. We mm-hmm. want Wade and I'm like that's how powerful it goes. Like it doesn't even matter about that whole finals, who won, who won. Now it's just like both of them are just legends, bro. They're OGs. And now. that's
1: how they, that's how it should be forever seen as, you know. Respect. Respect and they, sportsmanship. And it, and it's not even just that. Like when I look at where they're gonna end up, cause you know Dirk Nowitzki is gonna go down in the Hall of Fame as the greatest 100% European player to ever play. 100% in in the NBA.
0: Open the door for that.
1: And um. I just think uh, you got guys who ended up wanting to go to Dallas in uh, Porzingis and Luka Jokic, right? Yeah, hell they, yeah. They wanted to go specifically to Dallas because they wanted to go play with Dirk Nowitzki. He was <laughs> their idol. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So like, um, I think uh, what, what Dwayne Wade did for young ball players in Miami or young ball players from Chicago. Um, he he represents somebody who can make it out and definitely has, he's done a lot for the community. The money he's invested in So much for Miami. Miami. So much. And the money that he's willing to do what he's going to be doing next I'm I'm looking forward to it.
0: He's talked about it because I've watched every press conference that he's talked and he's like literally said, he's going to take a break now. He's literally like, the next week he has just a vacation plan and after that he's like I don't know. He's like, I'm gonna just wing it. When I get bored, I'll, I'll call up Coach Po. You know, we'll get something going. So exactly. Um, but you're right, man. I'm, I'm glad that he did it in such a good fashion. He ended his last game with a triple double, which um, a lot still, of people he don't still know. Some left in him. He, he was the first person <laughs> to do that in the final four when yeah. he played. And Mark, and so it was just crazy that he brought that back for his last game. Udonis Haslam actually was the one that made the shot that gave him the assist for well, the triple double. So, bro, it just it, it was really such a magical moment if you're a Heat fan. Um I think the best part of that night though was Miami Heat American Airlines Arena and the Barclays Center in Brooklyn Nets both chanting Paul Pierce sucks <laughs> because of what Paul Pierce said to Dwayne Wade. Of so course. that was that was the greatest. People don't know Dwayne Wade uh was called out by Paul Pierce um one of these last games in the last week and he was saying basically as Paul Pierce, he was saying, if you give me LeBron and you give me, you know, Ray Allen and Bosh, he's like, I would have had four rings or some crap like that. And everybody went to roast this man immediately. <laughs> it's, it's not the question. Now, here's the thing. Paul Pierce is a great player. I think he would have had a great setup with it. But people were like, you did have Ray Allen, by the way. Yeah. And you didn't have more than one. Um, I'll, I'll even say this. <laughs> Paul Pierce
1: and LeBron being on the same team, they wouldn't be, be able to play on the floor with each other. No, not at all. Not at all. It, it would make no sense. Mm-hmm. Like Ray Allen, yeah, he's okay. Uh,
0: who else? Did he say uh, Bosh with them too. you, LeBron, you can th- Allen. We can't
1: have three bigs, bigs on the floor. Bro, what are you doing? So, the f-
0: <laughs> and like, like, yo, my roommate's a diehard Celtics fan. So, like, when he heard that, he was like, "Damn, Miami's so sour." And then he heard Barclays Arena do it, and I'm like, "Bro." Paul Pierce played for the Nets yeah, like, <laughs> so it's like it's really not even a matter of Miami even though we were we were working for our boy of course yeah, yeah. but it's a matter of put the facts down bro like yeah. people have done so many comparisons to him too like you know the rings the NBA All-Star yeah. appearances somebody even did comparison it was like Kobe's last game 60 points Dwayne Wade's last game I think 25 or 30 points Paul Pierce's last game zero points. And I was like, damn, why y'all gotta, why <laughs> nah, you yeah, well, do it? But uh, So, but I-, I just love it. I love that the crowd was in it. I love that the crowd was really just like, don't disrespect Dwayne Wade. Of course. This that- this is the last dance. Let him dance, bro.
1: Exactly. Let him let him have his last last thing. And I'll, really what I'm looking really looking forward to is uh, what that life with Gabby's gonna look like.
0: Oh man.
1: Gabby, bro, he got
0: So I did hear I mean we talk about Wade in Miami. I'm pretty sure he's moving out west. You know, Gabby is a Hollywood star, yeah. so so I'm pretty sure he's gonna be doing the Hollywood thing. I'm
1: sure he's still gonna have a home in Miami. Though. Oh, he, multiple, he, man. He, yeah, yeah. He's uh, his, come back and forth. His
0: kid it goes to American Heritage High School, right right down the street from where I used to live, so um, I'm pretty sure, you know, he, unless he goes out somewhere in Cal, yeah, yeah. he can get drafted or somewhere. So is
1: he is he a senior or a junior?
0: I actually I, he's one of those for sure. No, he's, he's, old. So, yeah. he's, he's
1: old enough he, to almost graduate. He's
0: almost. I, I want to say he's a senior because that would be even dope. Yeah, because he, he I mean? graduates and goes. He gets got drafted a good somewhere. Yeah, he's decent. Honestly, we'll, we'll take him, man. Honestly, if Zaire, if bro, we will take Zaire just for the Wade We will take it. <laughs> I put it this
1: way: if he if he's a junior, you might as well let him finish there.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Let, let him have one more year. Though, yeah, there's
1: no point. If he's a sophomore, that's different. But if he's a junior, let him finish.
0: But regardless, I would love to see him come. I mean, like, they was talking about it during his last game. He was putting up a jersey next to Dwayne, and yeah. Zaire's had number two. So everybody, like, started cheering, like, yeah, make that shit real. So yeah, I, I think it'll happen, man. I think we'll see what happens, man.
1: Yeah, definitely, of course. And um, once again, much respect paid to Dirk and, of course, Dwayne Wade. Respect. But a lot, because he's he's, Dwayne Wade's a Florida basketball player, we got to give a lot more respect right there.
0: Respect, respect, respect. But speaking of Florida basketball, even though the Miami Heat didn't make it to the playoffs. We got the
1: Magic, man. Orlando Magic, Magic have man. made it to the
0: playoffs. Yo, first time in how long? Seven years. Seven years, my dude. Hey, it's been, it's, been, Seven listen, years. it's been a
1: long, rough journey. Wow. The Magic have finally come back. We got Agent Double Zero in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, you know what I'm saying? Let's Which, do this. I don't know. We we got the Raptors, bro.
0: First. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- I love telling the story, man. Hey, I mean Kawhi man,
1: Leonard ain't gonna let us get through.
0: Anything. I mean, yo, he should really be balling. Like, I, I mean, we've never seen Eric Gordon in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I really think if he's in a playoff mode, I feel like he's a type that could be hitting like 25 and night. Yeah,
1: he could be. But so. the thing is, we don't. Like I tell anybody, I, I, I'm a realist. Even when Florida State was in the in the in the, in the tournament, um, I was a realist. I like, look, we're not gonna. I, I made my bracket all the way to 4th state to Sweet 16. Not the Elite 8. Nice. No, Sweet 16, because they lost to Gonzaga. Gonzaga went
0: yeah.
1: next round. So I was like, look, we're not going to make a pass here. Like, Well, why not? I'm like, dude, we have no outside shooting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep it real about my teams. I, I put it up front. But I'll say this. The Magic have an opportunity. The only way we can have a chance, we might be able to steal two. We got to win one at home, and we got to steal one Back at Toronto. Yeah. So I think the, the chance we have, we had to steal the game. We're not going to win the one at home first. If we get, I don't think we're playing home first. Okay.
0: No, because we got number eight. So, yeah, so we're, playing, we're playing. We're playing. Third, third, away first. Yeah.
1: So we might lose if they get extra comfortable. We might steal the first one.
0: Yeah. So let me just cut you off right there. We're not winning anything. We getting swept. We think we're getting swept? I'm getting. We're getting swept. I think we have a chance to win um, one. Yo, we have a chance to win one or two. First of all, I think I don't think we have a healthy team. I don't think... That's true. um, If I'm not mistaken, I don't think Butchovic was playing last game. I don't know if he's done. You can look it up. I'm going to look it up right here. And then Mo Bamba, I'm not sure if he's playing as well. So two primary players, one starting and one off the bench. I feel like that's not a good look. Um, Second of all, bro, I've been to actually this season a Magic versus Raptors game Kawhi put up, like, 38 for no goddamn reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was crazy to me, bro. I was like, are, are you serious? Like, why are you putting this up in, like, a December game? So, if he does that in a regular-ass season, yo, Kawhi is going to destroy us, man. Like, Kawhi's mm-hmm. going to put up 40 average we, against the Magic. Oh, I'm Promise. Sorry.
1: Make sure. Make sure. I'm I'm trying to look at this roster real quick.
0: So, I don't... I mean, I'm just saying. I, I'm definitely going to go to a Magic playoff game. Shouts to Orlando. We finally got that atmosphere at the how Amway much Center. Think, how
1: much do you think we're going to...
0: But... How much what? How much do
1: you think it's going to be for playoffs? Oh, I mean,
0: I, I got the hookup. I don't, oh, I, I don't worry about I don't worry about true. prices, you know. Got, yeah. We'll talk, after yeah. The show. we'll talk after the show. All right.
1: So here we got right now injuries. Jonathan Isaac, which is important. He is a, oh, he's a tall, but he can shoot. He's important. He, yeah, he has a concussion right now. Remains in the league's concussion protocol.
0: Oh, yeah, he ain't coming.
1: Mo Bamba on the seventh. He's out. Lower leg is listed out as out for Sunday's game against the Celtics, right? That's the seventh. Anyway, he's still out.
0: Timothy Mozgov, Ooh. out. Yo, injuries, bro. We limped into playoffs. <laughs> we limped to the... Yo... I'm sorry. I'm gonna love going to those games, and getting drunk because it's like, yeah, I'm rooting for Kawhi Leonard to just no, I don't say that. <laughs> just don't score 50 it. points, like low so, key. As long,
1: as long as you don't show up in a, a Toronto Raptors jersey, we okay. Nah,
0: nah, nah, hell nah. But it's it's not looking good for us, man. Um, I mean, I'm just
1: happy we're above 500 for one.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you said seven years, first year, yeah. seven years in the playoffs. And let's be real, man. Orlando in general is blowing up, man. We got motherfucking. UCF Knights with our basketball two years undefeated. Of course, almost. of course. We got um, excuse me football two years undefeated. And nah, we,
1: not two years undefeated. We uh,
0: lost a couple games. And it, shit. It, it, we lost the last one because McKenzie was injured. That was it. We would have won two years undefeated if McKenzie didn't get injured. My point is, we was going in with UCF football, UCF of course, basketball. Of we almost had the biggest upset in history against Duke. So that would have been Zeke wasn't having that Yeah he was not I mean if Taco didn't Let's, let's T- be real yeah, Taco played out of that game. Yeah if he didn't get fouled out That would have been it um, But Taco again play, that was mine. Orlando's on the map So like
1: Orlando City Soccer Doing pretty Orlando good. City
0: Soccer You know I mean We've been around for about Five, wait, six wait, years So five we got, years we, we got
1: one thing to talk about
0: What's up? The Orlando Apollos man Oh The snap. AAF champions Killing it Whoa I Whoa. mean champions By default By default By default <laughs> I mean I'll take it I'll take the dub Of course I'll take it what happened, bro? Why are we champions by default?
1: Okay, guys. If you don't know, of course you know this is a hip hop and sports culture show. But we're Orlando fans just by
0: being here by default, right? Absolutely. And the AAF decided to rob us. For people who don't know, AAF Alliance, American Football, that uh, American Football Alliance, American Football Alliance. It was a you know kind of like third party football league. Of course, a lot older of heads or you know D League people. Yes. So how did they rob us, Spider? They decided to fold in the middle of the goddamn season. In the middle of the season, first season, going so well. Going so well.
1: Um, the reason why they decided to fold was because the money kind of was there. They invested a lot of money. They were losing money because it was an investment thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Polian was, he's not the main person making the decision, but one of the, the the top investors was trying to force a deal with the NFL so they can get the rights to the third string slash uh uh, practice team players hmm. to be a part of the AAF. Wow. And that whole point was to make the, the AAF the developmental league for a the NFL. League. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, So it made sense. But you're in the middle of your first season. The NFL is not going to want to buy into your product not at all. until they see the full-end situation. The championship, how you're going to organize it, how what you're going to do in the off season, how you're going to transition people back and forth. That whole process needs to be in place. Yeah. The fact that he decided to fold robbed the Orlando Apollos and Steve Spurrier, which I wouldn't I'm sad I'm, I'm sad for Steve Curry because I'm a Florida State fan but gotta anyway represent, gotta represent gotta represent Decide to fold in the middle of the season the, the Orlando Apollos deserve a at least a championship banner somewhere. <laughs> Give us a in consolation the prize, We deserve bro. at least a parade, bro.
0: Oh, man. And it, it's sad because, I mean, the, the AAF was, like, you know, hubbed here in mm-hmm. Orlando. so We're supported. You, but you saw a lot of people from all different, you know, states. I mean, the southern region, really, is what they were hosting. Um, but people played. And, I mean, for people who watch the big three, that's exactly what they were trying to, you know, kind immolate, of emulate. Yeah. yeah, like a, a secondary league for these sports for older, you know, developmental yeah. players to play in. So yeah. it was nice to watch, especially when... When football season's over, you know. Yeah, it's the spring. It's spring Especially because the New York Giants didn't do crap this season. Oh, yeah. You had a team to root for especially, finally. Especially, yeah. You know, actually <laughs> could root for a winning team for once. Um, it was great to watch. But the fact that it had half a season and the fact that it ended it so abruptly, um, I didn't even know a lot of the stuff that you yeah. just said. So, that, that's, even, that's even worse. Like, you don't go to the NFL until eh. you had... Any type of like championship, me yeah. like three seasons before Anything you go to like the NFL. A
1: full, full planned out show, like this is how the, the season should operate. Yeah, this is what this is when we can move players here. There's no, there was no plan in place. And if you want to get those practice players, you got to show your your end product because the NFL is like, yo, why would she w- would we allow our players that we're investing in to be product to like maybe make it to the league. Play on your platform. We don't know your rules or yeah. how you deal with different situations, which I get. And, and, and NFL, but, I think, would have been eventually down for it.
0: But for what people don't know, the AAF also had different rules, too. There was different rules with the referees yeah. reviewing stuff. There's different rules with, like, hits and, and calls and late fouls and all those yeah. things. So I don't think it's it's more of a risk for an NFL, you know, people to be like, let me send our people to this game, even though they don't play exactly like us. Yeah, exactly. So, so I completely agree with you. I think it was very much of a... Uh, rushed to moved yeah and that's probably ultimately what caused it to be its demise but I mean the the base for it was so good it was paying every player what $250,000? Tw- Con- which is which i think is they were kind of playing paying players because
1: they haven't had payment issues because yeah. the money was fun the money was I'm saying the money was kind of funny
0: so was this like funded by the fire festival no, guys, no, it, no, it wasn' <laughs>
1: it wasn't that bad <laughs> but the owners were really trying to hold on to money so like kind of like help it go through at the end of the season. Yeah. Because the money was getting eaten up pretty fast with travel. They didn't. I, I don't think they fully in, in, incorporated all the process because, you know, they had a team in Arizona, San yeah. Antonio, the travel back and forth, Atlanta. Orlando, and it really was just kind of like the Birmingham. southern region. Yeah. yeah. They, they didn't really expand that yeah, much. Yeah, they did expand that much, but it was enough the traveling. I had a, a former uh, guy I used to go uh, play football against in high school. B.J. Daniels was, was one of the starting quarterbacks for the Salt Lake City team. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, he actually did an interview with a radio station out there. And the most unfortunate aspect with this situation is how the players ended up. Players were who were injured ended up. The money for the AF was paying for them to be in the hospital dried oh, up wow. when they cut it. The, so players, in the NFL, that were, the AAF that were in the hospital got kicked out of the hospital. Damn. Players that were, um, players that once the money dried up, players that were staying in hotels were left stranded. Wow. Yeah, it, like. It a, really lot of, a lot organized. of the promises promises they were giving to the players in the AF ended up being broken because of the the lack of planned infrastructure around how they would do
0: things. So this literally was like a fire festival. It, it literally was. Because <laughs> not, not to that extent, but just very, you, you said a good word, the infrastructure was not there. Yeah. It, it was not planned. It was not set in stone. So, um, yeah, man, that's just sad to hear, though, because y'all made it that far to get on broadcast TV. Yeah. And have a lot of good players like rooting for y'all and trying to play yeah. with y'all, but you know, and of course some of
1: the, 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 a couple of players have signed to the NFL teams. Um, it's, it's just really unfortunate because I think this would have ended up being a really good opportunity for uh, not not a, not exactly a competitor to be in the space, but something somebody to give something to a, a base of people who are looking for things to do. Let's be honest, truly honest. Me, I'm a Magic fan. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about NBA until the playoffs happen. Uh, okay. I okay. realize you, regular season, I come and watch a couple games here and there. Okay. But playoffs is where the real drama nitty gritty happens. So as, a, as a, I'm originally more of a football fan. Okay. You give me a football, something, some piecemeal football in the beginning, even if it's not as crisp or good, I can watch it, analyze it. Talk about oh, back in my day, if I would have gotten this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get my little uh, war stories, whatever. Well, of course. But of course, I think this opportunity is a very, very missed opportunity for somebody to really take the money, make the money in that space. Because guarantee you, if they started getting more better quality players after this. Year, of course, this year is going to be a little pain point. But if this year, the next year, they would have got oh, I'm interested. You got players who are, I can't be eligible for the league right now, but you know what? Next year I might be eligible for the league because. Da, 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 you know what I mean so
0: what do you think is really going to happen though do you think it's going to continue another like anything else I don't think they will though like I mean not only that do you think that now that they've seen that this is blowing up the XFL is actually something that's really yeah, happening so do you really think that now they're going to try and oh, all man. the
1: players from the AAF 90% of them I guarantee are just going to end up in the XFL
0: so that's my that was exactly what I was leading to man I truthfully feel like the AAF is done and I feel like Vince McMahon is sitting there with his little, Licking his chops. You know what I'm saying? Just like literally, just I maniacal. Have sent, I
1: would have found the whole roster list <laughs> for all the players <laughs> in AF, and I would have found their emails. I would have pressed one button. There would have been an offer in these guys' emails. Come play for XFL. If I was that's, uh, literally Yo. if I was Vince McMahon, that's exactly what. That's that's, that's that's all the players you need right there. What, what's just have another draft.
0: I mean, he's done it before He bought the WCW and ECW yeah, just, Might as well just buy the whole roster from a failed league Yeah, exactly just, just turn those players right over And But that would be so sad to me, man Because, I, I mean, I'm a huge WWE fan But I'm not a huge fan of that XFL yeah. And I'm, I'm not a big fan of Vince McMahon either yeah. um, There was like a whole controversy that John Oliver did recently Like a week yeah. or two ago on a show Talking about how WWE players don't even get paid well yeah, They're it, like independent contractors And, you know, their yeah. the medical fees aren't always necessarily covered Things like that so I can only imagine if that's how you treat a billion dollar industry like the WWE, XFL, a league that you promise where you can hit people in the head. Yeah. You really? What kind of welfare, <laughs> the damn their generation ago? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the healthcare isn't good in the yeah. wrestling business. What makes you think it's going to be in the XFL? So yeah,
1: and I think uh, of course he's going to have to change his practices because he wants the XFL to be legitimate now. He does. Yeah. So um, the thing is, he has to understand how to make a legitimate football league. Yeah. And that's where I think the AAF had the opportunity.
0: Yeah, it's, it's failed, for It's sure. failed,
1: but that Vince McMahon
0: now, like you said, is licking his chops. It's And it's going to be so sad because that's what he does, bro. Like, And he's literally done it before. So like you said, I'm, I'm sad that it's a missed opportunity. I'm even sad that if it ends up going to that XFL thing. But... As a player, that's the perfect thing for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's literally perfect. You were promised this money. You got paid the next amount. You got to sue this company to get some money. Meanwhile, go work for this other company and get yeah, paid. Yeah. So,
1: and we don't. Uh, hopefully, what I think Vincent Man should do is literally just take AAF's blueprint, <laughs> take their markets. <laughs> I would. If I'm Vincent Man, I'm being so ruthless. Oh, you had a team in Orlando, Birmingham, Salt Lake City. You know what? They left you high and dry. Salt Lake City, Orlando, Birmingham, Atlanta, we got you.
0: And that's what he's that, doing.
1: That, I'm telling you, I would, if I'm busy, man, I'm taking every little thing that I can see and just scraping it right off the top and just putting it right in my business plan. I
0: give it a year. Execute. I give it a year before. Let's say the end of next year's. Uh, yeah, he's 20.
1: He's. I think he's saying
0: 2020 is when they're gonna start. So yeah, let's yeah. give it to the end of next year's NFL season, right around February, March of next year, right around this time of next year. You're gonna see that XFL job, and that's the thing. Vince McMahon he sees
1: that the AAF can be successful, not competing directly with the NFL. So there's what what he what he did wrong last time is that he was trying to compete directly against the NFL.
0: Yeah, that's true. Oh, good point, man.
1: AAF is like, yo, we're in the spring. We want to be help you. Vince McMahon like, yo, springtime open now. (laughs) Go get it. So. We'll see what happens. We'll see
0: what happens in the future with that, man. Shout out to the AAF though, man. I, Shouts I, out to Orlando Apollo. Orlando man. Apollo for being the champions by default. I'll take that title.
1: Exactly. I'm going to get me an Orlando Apollo shirt just because. <laughs> yo, that's going to be
0: vintage. it's going to be OG. Just because.
1: alright <laughs> uh, y'all, but definitely you uh, do you got the records first we going to? I do.
0: I do what you want to hear, man.
1: I would like to hear our boy T Murray.
0: T Murray who killed it at the Orlando Passport. Yes, he event. did. Man, yes, yo, he did. Honestly, I, I probably uh, I was really hurt that I couldn't pick him because he had one of the most realist performances, man. Like some of his songs he was playing was just like just some real street shit. And I was like, damn, man, I- I'm mad I couldn't pick him. But shout to T. Murray. He killed that shit.
1: And uh, I would like to see here uh, Hard Time, just because we're talking about how real he is. He's an artist from uh, South Florida. Yeah, yeah. From a 3 Shout out Miami-Dade. And uh, one thing I like to say about him is, like, he performed at one of my first Orlando Passports last year, and uh, he actually has vastly improved. So, artists, please really? come out my event, and definitely please take part in all these other events local in the city. Let's hear that out. It's T. Murray. Hard times. Hard Let's do this. times. Let's go.
2: Let's rock. Let's rock. hard times got me thicket down and all black. Them hunger pains got me out here trying to get that bag. Them fuck niggas got me sliding around with my stone. Be steady on my nerves, she won't leave me alone. Them hard times got me thicket down and all black. Them hunger pains got me out here trying to get a bag. You fuck niggas got me out here sliding with my stone. Be steady on my nerves, she won't leave me alone. Cases got me final a ports back to back. back to Fuck back. niggas got me watch my front and my back. Shysted hoes got me with no trust for nobody. No all the strats got me geeked up with my eye. Being mm, steady on my nerves, blowing up my line. I'm digging down and all black in the trenches, bout mine. Them hunger pains got me putting my life on the line. I've been down on my dick and hurting down there all my life. Gotta get it right, that's why I grind every day For all six of my I'm trying to make a better way In that Yoda on the road Making play after play Praying in the process I don't see them prison gates Mama praying for her son I got her under so much stress She worried one day she gonna have to wear that black dress But till I hit for a big lick Can't get no rest 365, 25, 9 Till I'm laid to rest Hard times got me ticket down and all black. Them hunger pains got me out here trying to get that bag. The fuck niggas got me sliding around with my stone. Being steady on my nerves, she won't leave me alone. Them hard times got me ticket down and all black. The hunger pains got me out here trying to get a bag. The fuck niggas got me out here sliding with there my go. stone. Being steady on my nerves, she won't leave me alone. Shout out
1: to the boy times. T.
0: Murray. Lit, 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 lit. Shout out to T. Murray, man. I love that track. He performed that at the Orlando Passport and shit was real, dog.
3: Yeah, shit definitely.
0: Was real. I would like to say
1: everybody, uh, definitely, it's it's getting hard for, uh, I love music like that. Southern music, like, soul Southern music. I love Big Crit. I love UGK. I love, you know what I mean, MGK, 8 Ball. I mean,
2: for
0: real.
1: Like, that South. That Southern, like, soulful shit. <laughs> um, we're, it's, it's now, of course, with the, the adventure of the internet, like a lot of regional specialties have like kind of disappeared um yeah, regional styles, but I, that's one of that's some of my favorite style of music that regional that like that, that gritty and that's what'm honestly that's what I'm really looking forward to going to Mississippi because I can get a little taste of that that
0: that's super south. <laughs> that's,
1: that super the super That's
0: the southern culture at its finest of
1: course like I said that's where I grew up, and that's where I kind of cut my teeth on really falling in love with hip hop music so that's what I'm saying. I'm looking forward to it. That's what I loved about his it, music. It's so real. Yeah, this is so real southern, man. So yeah, southern. real street and southern. No, man. Street.
0: So shout out to T. Murray, man. You talk about Southern music nowadays, man. Southern music is kind of blowing up. Of and course, I, man. I don't, I don't just mean Southern music and hip hop. I'm talking about the bridge between hip hop and country music. Okay,
1: the walls are coming down. We
0: are bridging the gap in 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Like it's actually really interesting for me to see this, but I'm sure you've heard by now. You better have heard by now. Our boy Lil Nas X. take my
1: horse down the old town road. I wanna ride, ride till I, I can't, can't no, no
0: more. more. Yo, oh, that's Lord the jam. Yo, so first and foremost, people who really don't know, Lil Nas X, talented young dude. Never really of course, listened to him of course. To the song, being honest. But now I have, and I'm like, this dude's talented as fuck. Yeah. Um, Came out with this song, Old Town Road. I got this video posted in my group message from my boy, because it was a music video to a game called Red Dead Redemption Two, which is literally about cowboys. Yeah, it's, it's a Grand Theft Auto but cowboy or cowboys, version. yeah. So that's a
1: perfect way to describe it. I mean, <laughs> it's rock
0: stars, you know. Yeah. So literally, he, I'm pretty sure Lil Nas X made that video or made that song with like that yeah, kind of video. Somebody clipped up cl- and some somebody just up. clipped it up and was like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna make this southern, you know, Red Dead thing." So that blew up. Yeah, that but, blew up and keep in mind that song is like barely over a minute long it's a hook the, the, the original um, the original yeah, yeah. With, without the remix we'll get into the remix yeah. but it was the hook a verse and then a hook yeah, that was and that's it,
1: it. But, but also like I think it, it was perfect <laughs> that way because what really helped it take off was the social media virality of
0: that. Oh, of course. Because
1: Dormtainment did a little clip to mm-hmm, it. Absolutely. All these guys will look. The, the, Cutting
0: course, up and stuff. Hell yeah, the man. The
1: TikTok game is serious. And everybody If you don't it. know artists, TikTok, if you have your, your BMI, your ASCAP, if you get your song buzzing on TikTok, you get mic pay for micro impressions, dog. So, Microtransactions,
0: micro transactions, micro impressions tr- is pretty much when your songs that are being licensed are played through another app. So TikTok is pretty much playing your shit if people are using it. So make that popular. Get, get if, an old town crossroads hit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I
1: don't. I don't know if Instagram is on that yet, but I know TikTok and Musically are on that. So yeah, just let y'all artists know a little knowledge
0: about that. So oh. basically, this dude makes this song "Old Town Road" with a country little swag to it. He calls it "Country Trap." Country trap, and it's really good, man. Honestly, besides the 808s beats and little drums, it really is a very country melody. Okay. Yeah, you know, of course. Guitar, of course. his his vocals. So he makes a song. It kind of blows up because of the social media and the internet, which mm. is great. I love seeing that viral stuff for something talented. That's what's
1: made. That's what that it was made for. That it was that made clip. for a
0: viral hit. It was made to break a wave. But the best part about this. The best was, part. He hit country billboard charts. And these... And charted it. These mother, mm. these, these ungrateful. These motherf... <laughs> they took them off the country charts. Why, man? Why? They said this song wasn't country enough. That's BS, bro. Bro, I hear that song, I'm like, this is country trap. L- let me put it this way.
1: From somebody... Uh, I, you're from Miami, but I, I think Miami, with the old adage of Florida, is the further south you go, the more north you get. The bottom of the map. Yeah. But... I would say this being for somebody who's lived in Mississippi, driven through Alabama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh, I'm saying like, <laughs> it's southern, it's country enough. Thing is, you it's because of the the continuation through it, the the follow through of it. I think on the back end, they looked at him as a whole entire artist. Yeah, and like, is he really really invested?
0: Or is he just doing like a just joke a par- or they a troll, maybe like a parody or something like that? Yeah, and, and I get that, but I think that that's still. BS, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I think like, nah, man. And then even uh, it, it,
1: it, where you're saying that is still BS. It's even more BS that Beyonce did a full three, four minute country song. They didn't take that on the charts. Didn't
0: even put it on. So people have been comparison too because yeah. they were looking at Taylor Swift. Her newest stuff is barely country. Yeah. I would say zero percent country. More, she's more so pop. One hundred percent. She has transcended fully into pop. And yeah. Kudos to her. She's done that transition great. Yeah. But her stuff. From her latest album is still being on the country charts. Yeah. So where does that draw the line? Like how you saying with the investment enough. Like okay, maybe she put in work, but does that mean she can still get these mics chart or get these um songs charted just because you know she's still somewhat old? Used to be a country mu- music star. I don't yeah. like that. So it really was just the comparison of. Well, this girl's still on the charts and these two people weren't on the charts. Yeah, of course. Why do you think so? And it's literally their faces and you see a white girl and you see two black people. So, obviously, that was really where the social media brought it and where everybody kind of started into, Yeah. which was, he's black. Y'all not going to chart him on the country charts because of it.
1: And and the best thing about that is it only caused... Billboard saying, no, this isn't the country, just turn them song into like a fucking... It was the greatest thing ever. Best promotion ever. Honestly, I think... thank you, Billboard. Like, thank you, Billboard, bro.
0: (laughs) It was honestly one of the most refreshing things that I've seen because although he was taking off the charts and although everybody snapped on it, brought the race issue into it brought course, the Taylor course. Swift comparison into it he had to get saved by the OG, triple OG OG, OG, OG. of country music Mr. Billy Ray Cyrus. Mr. Honky, don't break, break my heart. heart. My ankle my only breaking, heart. breaking heart. Yo, the OG I don't who is making. <laughs> so, I, I had to finish it. I can't do that. Yeah, that's the jam, bro. Yeah. Like He is the OG, triple OG OG. And it's just, he came in. There was Lil Nas X put out a tweet and, and said. he killed it. He's like, let me get you on the track so we could get this on the charts. Billy Ray said, hold my beer. He came in. And did that, bro. A nice eight-bar verse and then just did the hey, hook over. He was,
1: he was speaking more more street shit than...
0: Talking <laughs> about know, my Maserati, you know? <laughs> Fendi sports bras. I was
1: like, oh, God, man. damn, bro. Was, was like, but let's be real. Billy Ray was a wild boy back right then.
0: Yo, Billy he knows Ray, about all that life. Billy Ray was that rock star. Yes. Billy Ray, yo, he's still making so much money off of <laughs> "Keep Breaking Hearts." Yeah, of course. So he he really is the triple OG and he just stepped in and was like, yo, I'm, I don't see you trolling this genre. I don't see you... Uh, disrespecting this country yeah, thing. Of I see you really paying homage and trying to make a modern day country trap song. And I'm yeah. gonna hop on it with you. And what happened right after he hopped on it? Number it took, one in number the goddamn one. Number charts. Number one in the nation. Number one on the Hollow 100 charts, charts, Apple music charts, Spotify charts. He was kicked off of the country music charts. And then next week. Number one. Number one. And guess what? Young Thug jumping on the remix of the remix.
1: I love it <laughs> yeah so it's, it's crazy oh my god shouts out to Lil Nas X I, uh if you if you do get your little youtube wormhole kind of thing start with that song and then you go find it he, on his instagram on now on his screen but on his youtube he has a couple other songs a lot find his social his uh, soundcloud you can find a couple other songs he actually has some good music
0: very creative he's really like a, just like a nice young kind of I, I don't know i can't even compare him to anybody that like just does those things but I love, like, I've seen his stuff that he's been posting on his, like, yeah. Instagram, like, what he's coming up with next. And I'm like, I love where he's going yeah. with it. And, and he's striking while
1: the iron's hot. I think he needs to continue to play this record. He need to get this record as much as possible. I think it's, it's just take care, take take advantage of the viral moment, but just don't let the viral moment take take advantage of you.
0: He's going to be on them late night shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be right with Billy Ray Cyrus on one of these shows performing. Yo, so. He needs to make SNL. Yeah. Get, nah, he'll, get, he'll get either he'll get an NBC SNL. show. He'll get SNL or he'll get like a Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He'll definitely get one of those like little um late night spots. But yeah, shout out to Lil Nas X, man. I think honestly, this is the story that I wanted to hear mm-hmm. in the beginning of 2019. We've talked about a lot of real depressing stuff in 2019. Of course. Of especially course. when it comes to hip hop and celebrities. So this right here is just what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear us getting bashed and then somebody saving us, but in a really rightful way. Like I just love seeing that positivity and that rescue um, from real OG. So of course it's, it's beautiful. Shouts to Lil Nas X and you know got the horses in the back.
1: Horses in the back.
0: Horse talk is attached. lit, it, man.
1: Well, <laughs> it's a great song. Even if he was having fun with it, I think he had fun with it, but in the most authentic way.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a troll, and I think that's what people were really afraid of. He was having fun with it in a very I'm embracing the culture way man yeah. like and let's be real there's a lot of country or, or southern rock stars that have embraced the hip hop stuff yeah. so you know let's do it the same thing let's, let's do the let's same thing let's be honest
1: Nelly has written for for, for Luke Bryan mm-hmm. he's, he's written for Florida Georgia Line I mean there's, there's so many there's so many hit country songs that modern modern country songs that have hip hop influence with the oh, absolutely. cadence,
0: absolutely. They're,
1: they have a little rap break in there.
0: I think Billy Ray is verse, Cowboy it.
1: Troy. You know what I'm saying? The black rap and hip hop artist, country.
0: It's very, very inspired, and we play off of each other. So yeah. I mean, everybody when this song came out was comparison or comparing it to uh, Nelly's "Over and Over" with Tim McGraw. That was like you know one of the more popular cross all my <laughs> great song man great like song. and i listen to it i'm like is this hip-hop or this is it country i'm like i can't it's a remember. crossover track and it's a beautiful crossover but that's what i'm saying this one fits too because those genres love it or not they go hand in hand and we play off of each other
1: yeah of course especially because uh country has a blues influence uh of course and it has it goes back to blues music and of course hip-hop is from off of that tree as well so no matter what we do, hip hop and country are still intertwined. No matter what, if you go back far enough in the the genres, gen- the genres uh, of orient, orientation, or- it's, it, I
0: mean, it's southern culture, really. You really, you really orient, see. Orient. <laughs> I get that word. I got what you want. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you really think about it, like blues culture, country yeah. culture, it's from southern culture. It really is is rooted and hosted from southern culture. Of so course. I love seeing it, and that's probably why we like it so much because shit, we from the bottom of the map, like I said.
1: Yeah, yeah, but you know how much more time we got left I'm gonna get let it go we got about five we got nine more minutes left one more thing what we got
0: I'm excited you excited I'm excited this Sunday what's going on Sunday the best show in the goddamn world has its last season premiere what is it Game of Thrones GOT of course GOT is who back who do you think
1: first off who oh, do you man. think is gonna end up on the Iron Throne oh my
0: god Pre- early prediction it oh, to
1: the wind Right now, we're gonna put him on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. You doing this to me right now? Yes.
0: I could have Avengers discussions. I could have Fast and Furious theories, but you gonna tell me who will be on the Iron Throne? Right now, who's on the Iron Throne? Right
1: now, fam, at the end of the series, who's on the Iron
0: Throne? All right. um, Break it down. All right. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think. Oh, he's thinking, y'all. I think it's gonna be. I don't want it to be but I think it's going to be a good ending. Um, they've said that, you know, they're trying to give a hint that it's going to be, you know, like not everybody's going to live and all that That's stuff. That's true. I, I expect that. I think it's going to be a good ending. I, I truthfully just think you that... you think it's going to be
1: happily ever after?
0: Not happily ever after. Like very sad happy, though. Like a, a lot of Jon Snow's victories have come bittersweet. Yeah. So we re- when you really look at it, he's won his battles, but he's always like looking like down or looking sad. So I feel like it's gonna come something down. So he's was
1: a miserable boy. I, I, think,
0: <laughs> I think
1: keep in mind he's like he's in the in the context of the story he's like like
0: oh my god teenager he's, no. yeah he's literally like twenty years old and my most. life sucks
1: His life is horrible
0: since <laughs> to the night's watch at like fourteen fifth like yeah. bastard I I just really think it's gonna end with John and Daenerys either alive all right but if they do they're gonna be like the only ones you know what I mean like Tyrion on there as the hand of the king for her hand of the queen excuse me is gonna die. I think like the whole Lannister family is going to die. Yeah. Like I think even the Starks will die. I think it's literally just going to be the Targaryen and you know the Stark or whatever he's supposed to be at this point. But yeah. I, I, if it's not that, I don't see a, a way where Cersei wins. I don't yeah, see a way uh, where she, where Jamie wins. Died. Yeah, Cersei ja- is dead.
1: Ja- Jaime, I think Jamie has been uh redeemed. I, but I, I think I think, he, think he's going to die die or he's going to die a, a, a warrior's
0: death. I think Jamie yes. is going to be the one to kill Cersei. I think it's going to be a very poetic, the same way the show started, the things that I do for love. He, yeah. He pushed he out the window. He started everything. And, and started the whole chain of events. I think just the way it's been turning up in the last two seasons, like, they both have had this, like, hateful love. Yeah. So I think he's going to be the one to kill Cersei, and that's going to be beautiful. But then I think he's going to, like, kill himself. So that's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't see it suicide. I think he's,
1: he's, he's going to this battle with John. Yeah. But he's gonna he's gonna die a heroic death. But he's gonna die it because he's he's sacrificing. He's he sees the 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 more even when he you know the story about how he became yeah in, in force in the in the, uh, in the in the Kingsguard yeah and how it changed over to Robert Baratheon yeah. Uh, if you don't know, read something. Go watch YouTube. <laughs> um, I think this is his another thing he's sacrificing himself for the greater good. Okay, and so. He's, uh, if he does end up killing Cersei and then eventually live to fight another day, I think he's going to die a hero's death because he's he has to atone okay. for all the BS that he's done. And honestly, honestly I don't think Jamie's going to kill Cersei. I think Arya's going to kill Cersei. And, yeah. Oh,
0: the list. I forgot about yeah. the list. You're right.
1: And I also think, like I said, it's going to be bittersweet. If, if Jon dies, is Daenerys and Jon's Daenerys and Jon's baby, the yeah, baby of Ice and Fire, yeah. But Daenerys lives, Jon dies, and he lives on. His 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 sacrifice lives on through the baby.
0: That would be that would be dope. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I do want Jon to win.
0: Um I, I mean, do want Jon. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna kill him off because they did it. Um, so (laughs) I I just feel or did it one time well like what's funny is every time I hear people's theories there's never a theory in which Queen Daenerys dies yeah and that's what I think is great like she's Bay. you know what I'm saying she really is the Khaleesi and I think that it's great that nobody thinks she's gonna die because then if she does die oh man yo HBO on Twitter on that last it, night of Game of melted. Thrones. It's oh mel- my god! It's getting
1: get <laughs> be melted by more fires than dragons. <laughs> yo, for real.
0: <laughs> Night's Watch can't help you, can't bro. Help, night can't, can't, save. can't save you, yeah. bro. So I'm very excited for what it's gonna be, man. Um, I, I'm really just I, I like the hype for it, man. Yeah. Like, like really, like people have like people who have never seen it have been telling me I watched the whole thing in yeah. this year. Of course, and, and I love that. I'm like, yo, to be honest, like this to me is like the best show ever. Like it's next. A,
1: until they do the Lord of the Rings series. Which will be dope. That's going to be crazy. Um, but,
0: like, I mean, you talk about the greats, the Breaking Bad's, the mm-hmm. Wires. You know what I mean? Like, those are amazing shows. Those held the titles. I think this is up there with them. So yeah, of course. The, the, the hype around it, you know, people posting about it. Um, the Adidas having shoes for Game of Thrones. Oh, Yo. I see,
1: Mo, Mo Salah owns all the shoes. That's
0: crazy. So, he, so
1: he's like, no, you know, he's like... Like he did an Instagram post about like all this shit, like, yo, you sound a bitch. <laughs> and, and you're an Adidas asshole. you got him for free, you asshole. Yeah,
0: you just get the plug. But and that's it's it's great, man. I, I yeah. love seeing everybody into Game of Thrones just because it's just like a a nerdy show when you think about it, man. Yeah, but it, it it's captures, real
1: but it captures everything in a in a beautiful,
0: realistic, grounded way. Absolutely, very theatrical way. Um I'm I'm happy with everybody on that show and I'm glad that they're getting the the hype that they deserve. So Um, This Sunday. This Sunday, I I know most of y'all don't got HBO, so go find somebody. Go find somebody Get that seven-day trial. (laughs) Whatever you got to do, get your Game of Thrones on this Sunday. Fire your nights, baby.
1: Of course. I'll be watching, tuned in. Of course, this weekend, I will not be in the city. I'll be checking out back home in Columbus, Mississippi, checking out my family. Shout friends. out, shout my out. My boy Chris Dobbs is getting married. Oh, And respect. I'm the DJ for his situation. Respect. So it's big, big news I'm leaving out tomorrow. So I'm really excited to get back to Columbus, Mississippi, see friends, see family. If you want to follow me on Instagram, please do, because I'll be doing a live showing of like where I went to school. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm showing like where I, where my first job, all these different things. If you've never seen Mississippi, watch my Instagram. You'll <laughs> see like, oh, Mississippi ain't all crazy. It's it's wild, but ain't that wild. You know nah, what I'm saying?
0: that's some southern stuff. I want to see it, man. I want to see some food. Uh, I'm... <laughs> you do dare me to go to the hood and get
1: some good food. Hey, get
0: some great food. I, put it I, on you your don't Instagram. To, you
1: don't have to dare me to go. To, I'm gonna go to the hood and get some good food.
0: <laughs> all right, man. Bring some back. How about that? Uh, that's <laughs> not tricky some, on the plate. Get some Tuckerware, bro. Okay, yeah, definitely. I'll try that. I'll try that. Yeah, you can catch me this weekend, this Saturday. I'll be at Castaways. You know, I'm there every uh, Saturday now at Waterford UCF. So all my UCF nights, you know, I mean, go out there to Castaway Sports. What bar. time? What time? I'm there all night, man. You know, just come catch the games on. Especially, uh, I don't think any playoffs start this weekend. Um, I think
1: they have okay. I think I saw. If the you 13th? a baseball fan though, the I mean, 13th, I know though, they got baseball 13th. going
0: on there. So um, no,
1: it starts the 13th. So if, oh,
0: so then boom, right there that night, right, playoff yeah, Saturday, Saturday. Come to Castaways if you want to watch Orlando. the
1: Magic k- take take on the Raptors. I would say take down, take on the Raptors Saturday night. Castaways with DJ Trinity D, of and course. And I'll be
0: killing it. Don't ask me to request anything because I'm playing pre-mixes. Don't tell nobody. Don't,
1: don't ask <laughs> nobody for nothing.
0: Be like, hey, can you play Despacito? No. Um, in like an hour and a half, I got I you. I have. But
1: like, wait 30 <laughs> minutes Is on it. It will play eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's play T. Murray's last track and then what I'd like to end on is the clip of Lauren London speaking so you can at least hear it and everybody can at least hear Lauren London giving her emotional tribute to Nipsey Hussle. So therefore... Trinity, take it away.
0: Yes, sir. What's his track? T. Murray, take it down. Let's do this. Let's
1: do it. By the way, if you want to follow T. Murray, T. Murray on Instagram, girl, girl. T-M-E, underscore Le-re. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y, Le-re. TME underscore Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. T-M-E underscore Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y. Let yeah. it
2: about to take it and- down on... Don't nobody gotta know, know. No kills, no us no But I'm about to take it nice and slow About so so to take you all the way up to through there oh, From yeah. the 300 to the 4 You with the lane, you in a pro. pro You don't need nothing, let's go. let's go You don't need nothing, let's go, let's go. We on the 91 Middle straight to the O. For a minute, stop in the fort. Holler at my folk and my woes. Blow a few on the porch. Let you hear my war stories. Good lunch at the corner store. When we touch down in the foe. Millennia for your clothes. Go get fresh head to toe. Hit and wait, get those. Sugar skull run while we toast From the booth watch the flow Hit Wall Street, Pomo 55 West when it's over We ain't fit to make it to the bed Hit you right on the floor Off the top I want your vocal Feature you like filet mignon Then I'm right behind you, all inside you All night early morning No trace songs, but all the neighbors Gon' know my name in the morning Rosé mimosa in the morning Shrimp, grits, and eggs for your order Big thrash joint when you done then I'm back in, I ain't done Rosé mimosa in the morning Shrimp grizz, egg for your order Big thrash joint when you done Then I'm back in, I ain't done About to take you down on the low Don't nobody gotta know No kills, no us But I'm about to take it nice and slow About to take you all the way up through that, through that yeah. 300 to the 4 to the the With the lane That was T.
0: Murray Take you down Good shit, man Good shit, T. Murray Slow vibes, I liked it
1: Once again, if you want to follow T. Murray on Instagram That's T-M-E underscore Murray M-U-R-R-A-Y T-M-E underscore M-U-R-R-A-Y
0: Yes, sir, yes, sir
1: Of course, tonight It was the Thursday Night School With DJ Trini D And DJ
0: Spider, there you go. <laughs> why you
1: gonna give my name some credit? I'm like, I'm
0: like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta give it some em- oh, em- emphasis. Okay.
1: We're gonna do back to normal. It's your boy it's Thursday night school. Your boy DJ Spider and
0: Trini. D, they call me Trini D. What up, world? All
1: right, we're gonna end on the, the recording of Lauren London giving her a emotional tribute to Nipsey Hussle at his memorial. Um I want everybody to take this moment to just listen and uh definitely pay your respects as she. Paid hers. A
2: memorial service is underway for Nipsey Hussle. His longtime girlfriend, actress Lauren London, eulogized him just moments ago.
3: You've given me the opportunity to really love a man. You've been with me while I've been sick through all my fears. You have encouraged me and inspired me to reach higher. I've learned so much about myself with you. You've been my turnip and my church. I wouldn't wanna go through this journey with anyone but you. I look up to you in a lot of ways and I strive to educate myself more like you have. And when we are at odds, I feel defeated and sad knowing that we are so much better than that. I just want you to know that you've been my, you've been the greatest boyfriend to me. You aren't perfect, but I would never ask you to be. You and I work, we fit, and you're the coolest guy in the world to me. Still, I love you so much unconditionally. My truth is this, I'm never gonna give up on you. My love and my devotion is to you. And I sent that uh, January 21st, 2019. Um, um, I, I had to, write something because I, no. I've never felt this type of pain before, but I know that God is alive. But bear with me, y'all. His soul was majestic. He was the strongest man that I ever knew, a gentle father, a patient leader, a divine light. He was brilliant. He researched everything, completely self-taught constantly seeking knowledge. He would, um, he would go to bed and listen to these audio books in his headphones and I would tease him, but that really is what I thought was the coolest shit ever about him. Um, and he would wake up in the morning and play music for the kids and light a sage and burn it around the house and just make sure that our energy going outside would be uplifted and that we could handle the day. Um,
1: as you see guys, uh, Lauren London was eulogizing her significant other, Nipsey Hussle. I want everybody to understand as you go throughout your life, please uh, go out with the right energy as you said. When you start the day, when you end the day, it's all about energy, We are, that's all we are. That's all we are to our animals, that's all we are to our friends, that's all we are to other people, you know what I'm saying? So leave your humble abode leave your leave your friends leave whatever action you're doing with the right energy the energy will come back to you so once again R.P. to Nipsey hustle
0: rest in peace Nipsey
1: once again um our 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 regards go out to his family and uh hopefully uh we all in the culture learn more from this situation and uh can learn to the marathon continues and learn how to invest in ourselves and our community more so sorry to end on another somber note Once again, it's your boy DJ Spot of the Don, of course, with my boy DJ.
0: Trini D. They call me Trini D. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Thank you for tuning in to Thursday Night School.
2: Let's go!